everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today. We are having another episode of On Friendship, and this is the series where me and friendship expert Elisa Lucas is are here to talk about a Hallmark or Hallmark-like movie from the, the uh, from the from the perspective of relationships and from friendship. It's a lot of fun, and I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. Elisa Lucas is here. Hello. Is this number 27? <laughs> I was wrong last time I said it was our 25th, but it was actually our 26th. So this hey. time is actually our 27th. <laughs> We're just having too much fun. Who can yeah. keep count, Rachel? It's, how can we be expected to keep count of yeah, having yeah. fun? <laughs> it's true. I. It seems like we've been doing it forever. It's like, was there a point where we didn't do on Friends every month? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> the only time is December. Like, right. there's no time in December for friendship when there's yeah. how many Christmas movies? <laughs> uh, 125 that I wow. reviewed this year. <laughs> That's amazing. It was intense. Uh, yeah. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, this, uh, th- for this episode, I'm really excited. We are talking about a film from this last season. Uh, it is The Christmas Promise. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember when you were doing your presentation for the best Hallmark moment. Yes. One of the, uh, one of the nominees uh, on that, uh, on that presentation was uh, for uh, the Christmas promise. And I think it should have won personally, but they, <laughs> Wait, which the voters felt differently. <laughs> Wait, which, which moment was it? Now I'm like, it's I the rem- uh, question mark or an exclamation point. And we're going to talk more about it. Cause I think that is just absolutely brilliant. I do so. remember doing that. That's hilarious, but I yeah. had no clue that that was the movie. And I think we had already decided at that point what the movie was going to be too. And mm-hmm. I didn't pick up what you were putting down. <laughs> I love how there's all these connections. (laughs) So how have you been? Did you have a good uh, uh, February, March? Well, it's a great March, uh, Rachel, because we are on spring break. But by the time that everyone hears this episode, I'll be back to work. So, (laughs) (laughs) but yes, I love spring break and, you know, I don't go anywhere. Um, I do like for the shorter breaks for school Uh that I have as a professor to be more of like staycations and sort of do mini projects at home, watch TV shows and movies and, you know, podcasting. And Mm -hmm. then I might do a little things towards work, but I just like staying home and, lounging on the couch <laughs> yeah that's very relaxing i am with it you there it is yes I, I did have a fun trip i went out to la nice. for the for the hollywood critics association awards ceremony yes and it was pretty cool i mean fun to get all dressed up but then also like there were a lot of famous people like i didn't really get to meet any of them but they were Do in you the see room famous people i saw famous people <laughs> Yeah, like you know how, how much I love Tick Tick Boom, and they had yeah. a whole Tick Tick Boom table with the oh my god, did you cast. like freak out? Like I pretty much like, did. <laughs> you're like the table's nowhere near the bathroom. And somehow Rachel figures out how to get up and go by that table to the bathroom seventy three yeah. times in a night. Or at least I that's wish, what I, I wish I had figured out a way to to meet them because Andrew Garfield was there and. Uh. 
amazing. Yes, it was, and I know cool. how much you love that movie, so yeah. that was must have been really and cool. I got to in the program they had little essays that each of the yeah. members got to write, and I mine was why I love Tick Tick Boom. So I was like, <gasps> oh, I you read it. Have, <laughs> you didn't get to talk to any of them. Oh, no, I wish I did because like, everything just kind of because we went we went late, and then everything just kind of. Uh, dispersed, like there wasn't really any mingling time, and so I gotcha. didn't get a chance. But but That's nevertheless, so cool, it was though. still really cool. It was fun. What a great so. moment! Even if like you you might have wanted a little bit more of the moment, like yeah. but to be able to write the essay and then see everyone there and that sort of thing. That's really cool. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was really special, and it just felt like uh, a payoff day for all the hard work I've yeah, absolutely put into my career. You know, to have a, a yes, day you've like earned that. it. Yeah. Like. Let's- <laughs> But I'm really excited to talk about this movie. I thought that this movie was very strong. It was my second favorite Hallmark Ooh, movie. Out of the of, 125, it was number uh, two? Yeah. <laughs> what of will it, it will be they, when we do our rankings next year of the movies yeah. that we talk about for On Friendship? Should be <laughs> it should be pretty interesting. high. Um, yeah. So <laughs> there, were, there were 42 Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. This was on the Movies and Mysteries, The Miracles of Christmas, so it's one of the more emotional ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, w- But it was my second favorite total of all Hallmark movies. Wow. And uh, I will probably do my first favorite eventually. One of these. Ooh, interesting. Don't tell me what it is <laughs> I yet. I, I want to be surprised. <laughs> but I know. I, I thought this movie was extremely well written, well done. I, I really enjoyed it. And it just seemed like a perfect film to pick for on friendship because the friendship is so key to mm. this movie yeah. um the gatherings the support mm-hmm. the everything and i'm really excited because we i did an interview that has yet to air we'll see if it will be by the time this airs uh with the writer kathy cloves oh, and cool. so that was really fun to get to talk with her i think she yeah. did a great job uh, in this film and uh, the the little summary is a woman whose fiance is killed during the Christmas season gets to know the carpenter she hired to finish their new home so she can sell it. Meanwhile, a text she sent to her fiance's old number pouring out her grief is answered. Mm. So what did you what did you overall think about it now that I've given that? Uh, well, first <laughs> off, Rachel forgets to tell me which ones are going to be more emotional. Uh, <laughs> In advance, I was like. He's gone? I was like, what? <laughs> I was not, I, I don't read things before. I'm uh-huh. like, which movie are we watching? How do I right. get to said movie? And then I watch it. So it's good in that sense that I don't go in with any expectations, but I was like, a warning if I could have, <laughs> like, <laughs> but. I did really enjoy it. I did think that maybe there's probably a couple others that are slipping my mind right now, but I Mm -hmm. felt this is one of the most connected to friendship movies that we have watched for on friendship. And for that, I appreciate that. Um, I did enjoy it. As Rachel knows, I text her and it was super windy when I was watching it. So it did a lot of buffering uh, during it. So it's a two hour movie with the commercials. I fast forwarded through commercials the best I could, but it still probably took me over two hours to watch it. Oh man, that sucks. And I might've missed a couple moments because of that, you know? So I just want to let people know in advance, Mm -hmm. super windy, thought I was going to lose my, my dog today during our walk. Yeah. (laughs) But I did enjoy it. Um, 
I think she has an interesting group of friends. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. Good, good to talk about that. Well, there's so many different relationships within this movie that I mm-hmm. think it it's a really rich movie in that way. There's so many sort of mm-hmm. balls in there that that, that um, Kathy Close was sort of managing mm-hmm. as a because of course you have it starting out with the relationship between Tori DeVito's character mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Nicole and yes. her fiance Henry and Henry's big dream was to run a toy store and she mm-hmm. loves making sweaters like homemade sweaters and <clears throat> and she seems like she is happy perfectly content it seems like to be executing henry's dream Mm -hmm. Um, and that is something that with a couple that sometimes that happens like you you have to make choices about what you're going to do and sometimes you can do both people's dreams sometimes you can't and somebody else will kind of take a back seat and raise the kids or or um uh or you know run maybe just have their their pursuit be a hobby or you know each couple has to kind of figure that out for themselves but it seemed like she was pretty happy i also think like you know maybe they're focusing on his dream now and her dream will come later like so it might not be that she never gets to fulfill her dreams it might be let's focus on the toy store now and that builds customer base that might help Mm -hmm. me with the sweaters later right for example so yeah i absolutely think that is a negotiation and a discussion among partners and what works best Mm -hmm. for them i do think that at some point everyone's dreams should see the 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 sunshine and the light um Mm -hmm. but again that's within the couple and so yeah i i kept going so when are you just gonna branch out and have your own sweaters lady let's get it going Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) sweaters were beautiful whoever made them or wherever they purchased them from (laughs) yeah i think a lot about uh have, have you seen julie and julia um it's been a long time well julia child and paul her husband are such an incredible example of a married couple in in, to me and he basically became like a bureaucrat and he was an artist and uh he became a bureaucrat and like her dream basically became his dream Mm -hmm. and i always thought that was again every couple is different every couple has different uh needs yeah but i always thought that was such a beautiful example of love that he I also think you might not know that that could be your dream until he met his wife right yeah, like yeah. that that like it's a it's a beautiful vision to to be a part of and yeah absolutely right. absolutely so, <clears throat> anyway it kind of starts here and he's building they're building a new house they he sets up the mistletoe mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. on the on the porch and the thing I thought that's that was very difficult to pull off, and I was amazed that they did, is that there's great chemistry between her and Giles Panton, who plays Henry. Mm-hmm. And there's great chemistry between her and Dylan Bruce. Between, Which and really that is makes tough. it work. And that's because, what makes the story work, right? Is yeah. that she lost a partner and 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 you know, maybe she wasn't ready for it, but then here's a potential new partner. And you can see why she would go with a new partner, right? You know, and I think that's important to see as well. Because most Hallmark movies or movies of this nature, usually the other man is a bad man of business or <laughs> somebody that 
isn't right for whatever reason. And because mm-hmm. it's a risky thing because if, if we feel that she has better chemistry with Giles and then Dylan where it creates a contrast that most movies don't have. And, mm-hmm. and so it's a risky thing, but obviously in order for the story, that's what it had to be, but they could have like just sort of talked about it. They didn't necessarily need to show him. Yeah. And, uh, and so I think that the fact that they pulled that off is, is very impressive. It says something mm-hmm. to the actors. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and so they, she has this group of friends Mm-hmm. Uh, and particularly her friend Susan, played oh by Karen gosh. Holness, <laughs> who has these parties and invites everybody. Uh, she has an ugly sweater party. She has a uh, a girls' scavenger night party, hunt. scavenger hunt. <laughs> we talk about some different ones that she has, and she gathers her friends, and uh, they have a um, uh, a white elephant exchange mm-hmm. at one point. Uh, so. It's a very tight group of friends, and I really liked Matthew James Dowden, who played one of her friends, uh, and then that's like basically a platonic male friend of hers that when she is really sad about everything, she goes over to his house. You know, again, you don't see that as much in in, in these movies. Or um, other movies, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, right? yeah, you know, there's true. always a possibility or something's not appropriate and it's like no i'm pretty sure men and women can be Mm -hmm. friends like they're a group of friends like there's a reason why they're all together you know and so that i really appreciated about the movie Mm -hmm. yeah and basically susan finds a way for her to win every contest (laughs) yeah okay susan bless your heart because you must be super fun and charming because that would get old (laughs) Because, like, even one of the parties, the prize for the first place for the ugly sweater was, like, a, you know, a a cheese cutting board or something like that. And it had already been engraved to her. (laughs) Before the votes were in, she had it engraved for herself. Now, that I could see getting a little graded, you know, grading to people where it's like, you know, other people have to win sometimes, Susan. Yeah. However, <laughs> in her defense, she did have the ugliest sweaters in every ugly sweater party that was in yeah. the movie. <laughs> the only thing about this group of friends that is harder, a little bit harder to believe, is it does feel like a group that's younger mm-hmm. because. I don't know, it's just so much harder to have these kinds of friendship groups when you're older and people have kids and they need to find sitters for. And uh, I don't know. I just feel like every party in in reality for an older group would have like a different, there'd be like, oh, so-and-so could make this one, but they couldn't make this one. And then this one couldn't make this one. And, you know, so you kind of have like a different group each mm-hmm. party. Yeah. I think that, one of the vibes I get, and certainly I am open to being incorrect <laughs> or or people not being happy with this. But one of the things that I also see with that is they're in such a small town, like they are all the people the same age and they have yet to have kids. And so they can all make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unlikely. Unlikely. By the time they're in their 30s, you know. Well, people, people are getting married and having kids later in life. So, yeah. I mean. Mm. 
But that's a very ridiculous nitpick. I mean, you definitely, I felt like I bought that these people were friends. And this I was did. A I did. It, it didn't always, like, sometimes when I watch movies and the people they're friends with, I'm like, is it because there's no one else? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this did feel like they're, I would just was like, Susan, you need to let, was it Alan? You need to let Alan win one year. Like, give Alan a yeah. solid, right? Like, he just wants to win one of your amazing <laughs> Yes, and I think what would have been really funny is like if he was like, "Hey, this is already engraved," and she's like, "Yeah, but check the name," and she engraved it for him. That would have been cute. <laughs> yeah, that would have that would have been cute. So, Susan, I just need you to bring it down like three notches at least, and and let Alan win once. <laughs> we do have interviews on the pod with Giles Panton, not particularly for this movie, but just in the yes, past. in Karen general. Holness. We, we did get her just after this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and Matthew James Dowd, and, and he's one of my favorite interviews, actually. He's great. Oh, fun. Yeah, I mean, they were all great. But he he is uh, really an interesting person. He's kind of done everything in his life. So that's really <laughs> yeah, that's always fun to, to uh-huh. talk to someone who's had those kinds of experiences. Yeah. You know, like that uh, that beer commercial, the most interesting man. You know, like <laughs> absolutely yeah. <laughs> uh, so giles slash henry so henry says i will go get ice no i'll go out it's like a scary movie i'll be yeah. right back no you oh. won't <laughs> and it turns out there's an accident and he dies I in seriously the accident took oh. me a hot minute to be like is this really happening because <laughs> I didn't know it was yeah. one of the Christmas miracle movies and it was going to be a downer. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did that for real? And then like, they don't necessarily like it's implied, but I don't feel like they're like, we've lost him. You know, like I don't yeah, feel like yeah. there's a moment. And I was like, wait, you just see her on the a phone fever dream. I was like, what is happening? But then I was <laughs> like, and then I went to commercial and, and then there was a commercial for the movie that we watched about the angel, like the more serious movie about the, Oh, she was the remake. From... Um, and the Mrs. Miracle. Yes. Thank you. No, and then I, I was like, Oh, it's on this channel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on to you, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then we get the title card with a uh, one year later. Yes. And do you think that that was enough? Should they made it two years? Is I, it for- I only do because like, I think there would have been greater care, um, from her friends around a first anniversary. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm saying that as someone who is not married, um, and I have not lost a partner, yeah. um, well, that I general, plan to spend I th- the rest of my life with, but I do yeah. think like, you know, when he said, like, he was like, I figured it would be a tougher time at this time of year. And I'm like, buddy, it's the first anniversary. I think that would have still been pretty much a, like a real diff, like that, the first, right? Like yeah. the first birthday, the first anniversary, the first anniversary of the accident. I think um, there should have maybe a little bit of greater care. Uh, from I the friends that in general her friends were pretty supportive and and yes. uh, trying to be tactful but yeah i do think it probably just as far as her moving on and being ready two years would have probably made more sense than one year but certainly not a deal break or anything but yeah but, i just uh, think that yeah. like uh, as a as a person who has lost someone that like that first 
season yeah. or anniversary was just been really really hard to even like yeah. go to the the ugly sweater party to go to even think about the house like i think they they highlight that by indicating that she won't go into the house that's being fixed yeah. up so that it can be sold like she's not ready to go in the house i don't i mean everyone grieves in a different way people process things at different mm-hmm. lengths but I just think, like, overall, I would have thought two years would fit better. Yeah, I think so. And Susan is in a tricky spot because it, it's tough because do you invite her yeah. to the Ugly Sweater Party? Do you not just not have the party? Or yeah. do you just not in? Do you not invite her or invite her? Like, What do you do? And I, she is very, like, careful about the invitation. Mm-hmm. Kind of just including her, you don't have to come, yeah. kind of a thing. And it would be tough. I mean, if that's the place where he left to go get ice, you know, yeah. I don't know, man. That'd be tough. I think what I might have enjoyed seeing, and not enjoy might not be the right word here, but would have would have maybe helped as well, is like maybe move it to two years, but have like that one year where it's like, really tough maybe a short montage scene maybe like Mm. a minute or something like that where it's like you know them actually going through those should should we have the party is Mm -hmm. it better to have the party and having those moments like I think it would be terrible not to invite her like she is still friends with all of them so for them not to include her because what is she she might be seen as like oh well you're a downer because it's been a year since you lost you know, your partner, I think like a short montage where you could address those sort of things and have those friendship conversations and then come back a year later would have been, would have been. Cool. Yeah. That probably would have been ideal, but I, I, mean, I felt- I'm also not a writer. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm I- just thinking of important friendship conversations. Yeah. Like that. Those are the things we don't see that we need to see because I don't think we're always ready for these events to happen in our lives, even if we were in Nicole's position, losing a partner, but being in the position of her friends and having our young friend lose a partner, we're not, I don't think we're prepared for those things. We might not know what to do, what to say, how to proceed, how to cope with our own loss with our friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think there's a lot of layers there that yeah. that would have been nice to see because I don't think we're prepared for those. And we don't see those in media very often often. Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Uh, so her grandfather is played by Patrick Duffy. And she gets kind of concerned about him and him being him eating right and being kind of alone. And he tells her that when his wife died, her grandmother, 
mm-hmm. that she, he wrote her a letter every day for a year. And this is what kind of inspires her to start texting, which yeah. was, I thought was, it was a very cute idea. Um, I, and I really liked it. And can I just have an aside here, Rachel, and talk about how much I love Patrick Duffy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my mom used, my mom's show was Dallas. And then I also watched the sitcom. Oh, what was that show called? The one with him and Suzanne Summers. Um, oh, Step by Step. Yes, thank you. So I lo- so when I saw Patrick Duffy, I was like, woo! And I do love the idea, like, for him, writing the letters was appropriate, but what sort of fits with the technology that we have now or what seems appropriate for what people might do now. And I thought that was a mm-hmm. nice translation to say, like, texting the number might be safe because cause I also wondered if, like, she had his phone somewhere. Right. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I have my old phones. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with these? Or I turn it back into iPhone when I get a new one. Mm -hmm. But when someone passes, like, like, I thought she might feel safe that she was just texting his phone that she would have, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought that was a nice touch. But then I was like, oh, yeah, the number goes to someone else. Dang it. (laughs) But then it was cool that she then had this support from someone who was mm-hmm. outside the situation. So she did have the support of her friends and that was important. And I think helpful to her, but I also think having an outsider um, in which to process grief with was very mm-hmm. helpful to her in this movie. Yeah. And the, the script I thought was very well done. It even gave little moments like when Patrick Duffy's character says that he misses going to the games with mm-hmm. Henry yeah. Uh, and that kind of, when you feel it, like hurt her heart. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. And there's, there's so many things when you lose them. I, I mean, I've only lost like grandparents and things like that, but, yeah. but still you'll have like moments where like, if I ever go into Nordstrom's, it makes me think of my grandma and how much I miss her. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which is random, but we used to have so much fun, you know, going and shopping and talking and, and they're just like little things like that uh, that uh, will make you, your heart hurt for a second. Yeah, you I them. always think about Coke, like Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. My grandparents always were fully stocked with Cokes and Diet Cokes. And they always mm-hmm. drank Coke. But so like when I have a Diet Coke, I think of them. But when I see someone drinking a regular Coke out of a can, I'm like, ah, it's Kay and Kenneth. I love them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I lost my best friend. She died in a car accident when we were in high school. Um, And so there's just things that, um, you know, songs or mm. places or, you know, and just driving around where I grew up because she lived around the corner for me. So yeah, there's all these little moments. And that was really the moment that I was fully like, okay, he is gone is when Patrick Duffy said that because I still was like, wait, for real? Like, (laughs) it took me, it did take me a longer time because I'm not used to the this Mm -hmm. style of movie. I've only seen a couple other ones, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Really, what do you suggest that we watch that's what I know (laughs) or what I've watched with my mom right so I that was the moment where you know that's when I knew he was gone and I think those moments are hard but also helpful Mm -hmm. like 
reflecting on people, telling stories, having those memories. Like there's so many funny stories. Allison was hilarious. She was literally a ray of sunshine, a little wild. (laughs) And I just think like, you know, what, what would it be like if she was still here today? But just also just thinking of all the good times that we had, um, you know, watching yeah. movies and, and things like that. So yeah. I think it's important I mean, to do those. Yeah. I mean, you love people. That's so you're going to miss them. You, you yeah, didn't love absolutely. them as much. You wouldn't miss them. And then she, go, she has this, she finds this ornament with Henry and Nicole written on it. And, uh, and so she goes over to Alan's house and she, he says, you're my best friend, your family. And then she admits to him, I'm mad at you. You said he would walk through the door anytime. Mm-hmm. Oh, tough. So, like, I, I thought that was a really honest moment. And it's also like, but that's exactly what most people would say <clears throat> in the moment to make her feel okay. Because she was worrying and most likely he was going to walk through that door. Right. And so like, those are things that we do to say to people to make them feel better in the moment, but then we can't, we're not always right. And so, yeah, that's a tough moment where you're like, I wish I would have said anything else. (laughs) But, and I think she, she knows that like empirically, she knows that that's obviously, it's obviously not his fault. Absolutely. But I guess when you're going through the stages, you know, you just look for anything and, and then I also loved her sister in this it's a small little role but keep bringing her over casseroles i just thought that was lovely because obviously like people can't be as present Mm -hmm. as they might be after the you know the funerals and the first they can't be that way for for forever but you also don't want to forget that it still hurts you know what i'm saying uh if, if your friends have lost somebody just because everyone else has seemingly moved on doesn't mean they've moved on. Absolutely. And uh, so I, I just thought that was so lovely as her keep bringing up the casseroles. The casseroles. Okay. Oh my goodness. I was <sighs> like, do you have enough freezers to fill, to fit all of them? <laughs> but in addition to that, on a lighter note, Gail and Susan together are double trouble. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, I just love her. She said, she said, I have been overwhelmed by worry. Yeah. Over the later on in the movie, she says, I've been overwhelmed by worry every day since for this whole year. And I I could just feel that. I thought that's, that's a good line. It's too. well written. What was the writer's name again? Kathy Cloves. Way to go. Yeah, that was a really nice line. Yeah, because it, it, it I know how that that worry. I know how that feels mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was great. And then. Uh, she, this is when she first texts Henry, uh, and you know, she says, I didn't think that day at the house would be the last. Mm-hmm. And, and then, uh, she gets the response, uh, from the text and, uh, it's, and he says, I also have great, have, have had a great loss. Mm-hmm. So that's how they start to kind of bond and everything. And, I I thought Dylan Bruce was great as Joe. Is he Joe? Okay, yeah. 
I liked all the characters, like all mm-hmm. the actors, and I did, like you said, the chemistry with them with Nicole, with both Henry and Joe. I thought was was good. Um, and and like I liked that Joe was also a good guy, like Henry, and not mm-hmm. like mention like perhaps like the bad man of business or yeah. You know, pushing too hard or anything yeah he's so charming when he's like trying on the pirate hat and like trying to make her laugh and uh, he's the genie reading her fortune that was just so charming and there was a lot of walking each other home which i thought was nice too Mm -hmm. and and one of the things that i have to say is because this is on friendship and so we're looking at it through a friendship lens is that ultimately it it does start out like there is no i mean I kind of guess that's what was going to happen, but that's sort of my measure of a movie in terms of how much friendship is in in it, right? Is there a lot of the movie where they are solely friends or is it from the get go that it's like they're, it's sort of a, well, we're friends, but we're really not because we're going to make it into this romantic relationship. And although I had an (laughs) inkling of where it would go, I didn't, I wasn't a hundred percent sure because it was on the other channel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I wasn't sure. And so I do enjoy that it is the walking and the the jokes and things like that really seem to be about their working relationship and just being friendly with each other. Mm -hmm. Right. And, And that I can appreciate because I think too often we are pushed into a romantic relationship very quickly and in media and in mm-hmm. life. <laughs> and I, of course, as someone who loves a friendship, love to see the friendship actually happening. So yeah, that I did. Enjoy. I loved her when they get to the party and her sister says, take my hand. I've got you. It was so Aww. lovely. I thought that was great. And uh, the, she sees the kind of the dream of, of the flashback of Henry mm-hmm. and um, putting on the ornament and yeah. she says, she sends the text, nothing will compare to losing you. Mm-hmm. It was good. And, and that's when he says, I also have a great loss because his brother had passed away. And uh, so they start kind of texting back and forth. And, and he says, I'm having a hard time feeling the holiday joy the people around me are feeling. Yeah. And, well, she says that. And then he says, let the holiday memories into your heart. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. And again, everybody has to be kind of on their own path, you know, when it comes to these things. Uh, but uh, but I, I liked how they were trying at least to encourage each other through the text. Yes. Yeah. And, and when she said that, though, to him, I was like, Susan. 
<laughs> maybe maybe Nicole should win a year for having the best holiday sweater because I love how it's an ugly sweater party, but she's like, but the eyes and mouth are out of proportion. Like, no, it's not yeah. an ugly sweater. It's a gorgeous sweater. I want that sweater now, and I want a matching one for my dog. Yeah. Like, let's they were go. really cute, those sweaters. <laughs> I All think the at this point, great. yeah. I think at this point, Susan's whole thing is sort of more of like a bit, you yeah, know. It, it, like at a certain like a point, joke. you're just like you have to perform, right? You have yeah, to go yeah. on stage and you have to perform. <laughs> well, so then Joe is working at the house and he takes down the mistletoe and he immediately mm-hmm. realizes, whoa, that touched a nerve. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't so. want to be in the house and that's the only thing that she can see on the outside of the house that Joe has done and so she is not comfortable with him touching it. He doesn't realize and I'm like, part of me is like maybe he should be more observant or at least understand the situation <laughs> but mm-hmm. but you know, I think he recognizes right away that it's it's a mistake and I think she also recognizes that as well. It's not like he intended to do anything there, yeah. but it still doesn't mean it doesn't, you know, bring back the memories. Yeah. You know? Those 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 kind of icons of a relationship can yes. be incredibly incredibly tough. It can be incredibly tough. And but then they eat the Joe and uh, Nicole eat the casseroles together. So I'm she curious. Was like, how many do he has? How many we ate? She said fifteen, and I was like, how long have you been eating those to cook those in the <laughs> oven? Like, are you kidding? Yeah, me? that's like, true. That, that is, is a like lot of three oven. times a Thanksgiving dinner. Like, no way. <laughs> that's the one thing I was like, I can't <laughs> buy into this part. <laughs> but what would be your go-to casserole? Uh, I mean, I am a fan of macaroni and cheese. Like, mm-hmm. let's do it. But here's the thing. Does it have cheese? Yes. Then I'm in. So does it have noodles? <laughs> sure. Does it have rice? Fine. Does it have mm-hmm. enchilada? Like, enchiladas yeah. in there with some cheese on there? Mm. Yum. I, now, I mean, I love you? a casserole. A lot of them are too salty for me to eat now because I have to be pretty gotcha. careful about my salt. Yes. But uh, but uh, I, I love... Like a Mexican enchilada yes. kind of casserole. Oh, I wish That's I had so the ingredients good. in my house right now to make that after we're done <laughs> Even recording. Just like chicken and rice kind of casserole. Yum. Those are so good. Oh. But does it have cheese? <laughs> yeah, this is true. Cheese usually does does benefit. Yeah, you I, can't like is there a casserole without cheese? Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, I technically made a casserole yesterday. I made stuffed shells. It was very, but was it very had proud cheese. of myself. Yeah, well, I'm doing several slow, kinds. I'm doing a slow cooker recipe after this, which is like close enough. <laughs> well, we find out that and that Joe and his brother would make spaghetti and meatballs for breakfast Christmas morning. For and breakfast? I kind of, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I kind of love that, that, I mean, there's some value in, in tradition, you know, mm-hmm. in, in having the traditional flavors, traditional, uh, of whatever, uh, culture that your mm-hmm. ethnic group or culture you're a part of, that's valuable too. But I also think it's, it's really valuable to have those unique family traditions that yeah, only your family. Like, like the, not, there aren't. Many families in this country that are like, you know, what we're going to have on Christmas morning, meatballs and spaghetti. But here's the thing that I question is Joe, like, it's kind of like, 
why are you eating that for breakfast? But he gets really concerned when Nicole suggests him eating that peppermint bark cupcake for breakfast. And I was like, bro. (laughs) Well, that that was only because she rejected all of his, he was like, I want to get fruitcake and then I want to get an apple you know, cake or <laughs> no, whatever. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I should get the peppermint bark. <laughs> yes. Uh, it sounded delicious. And I love cake and I love cupcakes. So I am on the Nicole train for this one. Like toot toot. Let's go. Let's get some <laughs> cupcakes. And then when- again, and then that would be right after a cookie crawl, of course, as anyone who's listened since the very beginning of me being on Hallmarkies, you know, I love a cookie crawl. And now I love a cupcake for breakfast. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. <laughs> uh, so then they had the ugly gift exchange party. Yes. And th- I, I appreciate that this was true white elephant <laughs> gift exchange. Like the homework doesn't always kind of get it that they're supposed to be tacky. Yeah. But Joe brings this sign that says joy and everybody loves it. And he says, and they say, welcome to our friend group, Joe. <laughs> I guess nice. who wanted to steal it. Oh, Susan, you get yeah. an ugly sweater party. You don't get that white elephant gift. I did. I laughed when they none of them knew the words to Good King Wenchless. So they just like made it up. That was funny. I was, was like, good. but true. Like, it's true, though. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know yeah. it either. I was like, I was like, that doesn't sound right, but whatever. Well, after this party, she texts and says, it was the first time in a long time I forgot about feeling sad. Which is- <laughs> uh, and then, so she decorates. I don't understand what this tree was in the middle yeah, of like, the like, field. I was a little confused about that. Did she just walk by it? And here, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I was like, maybe I missed something in the buffering issue that I had. And so I was just like, I'll go with it. Sure. Um, and so like, <laughs> made for a nice, maybe, nice look, but. But I also like, maybe it represents like that joy popping back in her life. And yeah. like, you know, there's like a moment when they're walking back and they're talking about everyone's decorations. I was like, does it go with that idea? That mm-hmm. I didn't understand either. I thought I missed something, but Hey, I like the idea of just walking by something every day and adding something to it and see how long it yeah. takes people to notice. <laughs> I loved the whole idea of the girl spa night with the Christmas facials. It, Cause when, when you've seen as many, Christmas movies as I have, yes. it's hard to come up with something new. You know, it's like yeah. the same tree decorating, yeah. tree selecting, uh, going ice skating, things like that. We've seen it a million times. This yes. I have never seen before. Is You're a like, hey, girls' night Christmas fate with Christmas facials. That was really fun. And the I different flavors. One. I thought it was cute. And yeah. also, what I enjoyed about it. Now I haven't seen as many Christmas movies as you. <laughs> So, but I do understand your point. But also what I appreciate about the scene was that the friendship group, they were taking time just to spend time with each other, that it doesn't always have to be the full group. Like the guys yeah, might true. get together, the women might get together. Like That's a good point. You know, so I kind of like that aspect of it as well. Like, let's have some alone time. But again, let's bring back Gail and Susan. Um, <laughs> I feel like there was some antics going on here. Um, that they fun. were trying to get Nicole... <laughs> Well, to get on, was he an orthodontist? There was some oh, yeah, doctor yeah. guy. They, they, but then, or Joe. Put him up. <laughs> set her up. Yeah. Um, They're trying to set her up. And that's why I thought one year was too soon. Like, at the anniversary, yeah. I don't think friends would push that. That's And fair. I don't think it was, like, 
you know, mm-hmm. that was the intent or anything like that. It was more like funny or, you know, that sort of thing. But I kind of was like, maybe she doesn't want to date a doctor the year anniversary. Yeah. Well, so then we have also her grandfather starting to date this woman named Helen. <laughs> Helen's bringing over lunch. And I kind of liked the fact that she wasn't a baby about that. Like you might see sometimes. Yeah. She was just like, oh, Okay. But I did like how she hid behind things so that she could watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like maybe uh, she's just like the appreciating it from afar without getting in the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just her, thought that was cute. <laughs> her and grandpa exchange gifts. She makes him a sweater. He gives her her grandma's cameo, which was very oh, sweet. Yeah. It was so very sweet. Cool. And this is also when her sister says, the past 12 months, I haven't been able to stop worrying about you. Which yeah. oh, I loved that. Yes. So they they're kind of hang they've been hanging out uh joe and nicole and she's about to uh go and meet him well because she doesn't know it's him but yes she's about to go and they have this this moment outside the house and he kisses her and (laughs) he says uh, she says what was that a good night kiss a good night kiss with a question mark because that felt like a kiss without a question mark. I'm sorry. I thought since we were friends now that I would, I would, you would turn a question mark into an exclamation point. Yeah. Where are you going? To meet a friend. And he is j- just a friend. No question mark. That's great that you have friends. And I suggest that you should go meet a friend as well. It just so happens I am meeting a friend. Exclamation point. Good. And then she kisses him. Yeah. I didn't mean to do that. You didn't mean to do that question mark because that felt like two exclamation points. Say hi to your friend for me, friend in quotation marks. I, yeah. I, this might be my, some of my favorite writing in a Hallmark movie I've ever seen. This, yeah. I thought this scene was brilliant because how I many it times, was funny. <laughs> so funny, so romantic, so sweet, but also true because you think about things, not even just kissing so many things in life you can do with an exclamation point or a question mark. Yeah. So let's say I'm saying to you, uh, Elisa, I started a new job today. That's with an exclamation <laughs> point. You're like, oh, that's yeah. great. But if I'm like, Elisa, I started a new started job, a job today. today. That's with yeah. like a question mark. You're like, oh, are you insecure about it? What's going on? Yeah. You see? And I, I had never really heard it phrased that way. And I thought it was yeah. so good. I like it because I think there's so much that we might go into afraid or with fear yeah. or uncertainty and anxiety when maybe you just go in with the confidence. And yeah, there's that's so the many things between a question mark and an exclamation yeah. point. However, I just thought like they were both awkward as heck in that scene, which I thought was hilarious. I yeah. was like, that was the weirdest like going for a kiss ever. I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me, but I think sir? they're all the more charming. Yes, no, I was like, what is happening? (laughs) Yeah, no, that was a great scene. I did get ruined by buffering, and I was glad about it. (laughs) I mean, I liked it so much that when I was watching the movie, I fast, I rewound it back, and I uh, recorded it on my on my phone so I could paste it as one of my Insta stories. Uh, I was just like, this is so great. <laughs> and then you were really sad when I was like, and the winner is not this one. 
yeah, that's right. You, you all voted wrong. <laughs> this was the best moment. Well, if I would have known, I could have danced a little bit longer and been like, Rachel thinks y'all should have voted for this. But then I, I didn't know. <laughs> well, and they, we haven't really talked about it, but I do think that Dylan, Bruce, and Tori DeVito had great chemistry. Yes. I mean, I guess we did a little bit when we said she had we chemistry We said they both. both. Yeah. But, but they, like, yeah. They do. They have really effortless chemistry. And that's the thing is, like, for me, going in when I'm watching these, I go friendship first. To me, the romantic relationship is secondary, and they cross over, and, you know, you can't completely eliminate one from the other in a lot of these movies. But for me, is it, do I actually want them to be together? And, Mm -hmm. like, I wanted them to be together. And I was like, you better get over the fact that he's the one who's texting you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, see, that's where we get to the part that doesn't, the one part that doesn't work for me about this movie is that I don't think it makes sense him not telling her. It doesn't, I mean, it makes sense because they need the movie to be a little bit longer. But as far as his character, I just don't think that it makes sense for him to keep that a secret. Why would he, he hadn't done anything wrong. He hadn't done anything. I mean, telling her in the, if she, if he went into the restaurant and told her and she would have been like, what? Like there could have been uh, some time for conflict there. Um, but where there's confusion or there's other things that you could have had the same sort of moments they were trying to get with him not saying anything but there's no world in where she's not going to be more mad at him for keeping a secret yeah so i don't know i just felt like that didn't make much sense but again not a deal breaker it's the only reason why (laughs) i didn't give this movie a perfect score i was really close i gave it a i think a 4.75 wow um or 4.8 something like that i gave it a very high score because i thought it was excellent but uh, i i just didn't think that his sort of decision not only to not tell her but then to like move away you know it was it was a little i thought it was was like "Uh, oh no it's It's her i have to leave yeah and she tells (laughs) him go towards it (laughs) she says i would very much like to have you in my life and she actually does the 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 house tour yeah and then he leaves her i was like yeah she saw like half a room do you want to show her the rest like I was like, there's a hole upstairs. Maybe yeah. even two floors. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, well, but weren't you like proud of her? That was yes. a big step for her. I was proud of her. Yes. And it just doesn't, especially as it keeps getting building and building and building, you're just like, just tell her you're being, what are you doing? Yeah, and so that doesn't make sense for her that he leaves. And like, and you know, one of the things is one of the reasons why she's able to do it is because of that support from the text messages. So, like, he's the reason why she's in that house. So, like, own up to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, I wrote down, she's right to be upset. He just left her there feeling alone and confused. Yeah. And she says, by not telling me the truth, he hurt me. Yeah. But then Teddy, who is also great, uh, one of the friends, uh, she sells the toy store to Teddy, starts her knitting store, and... And he says, you don't have to see the full staircase to take the first step. Yeah, I love that line, too. That was a good line. And then also she said, you never let it. He says, you never let it defeat you. You made me realize what true strength was. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then one, he says, 
Did he help you? The way I see it, you're a new person now. You're filled with life and joy again. So he must have said something right. Yeah. Almost all those conversations. So they meet at the tree and he says, which guy are you? The one who leaves or the one who understands what I'm going through? Mm. And then he says, I want to live your best life with you. And she Mm. says, I don't know if I can trust you. And I feel like that's a little bit of an overreaction to his one mistake. Like he's been completely, he's been honest to one, to everything except for this one thing. Yeah. But she gets over it pretty quick. So it's not a big deal. (laughs) Um, And uh, so she goes to the Christmas scavenger hunt and I love Alan. He says, we're all just stumbling through this life, trying to figure things out. You know, that's right. And he says, everyone makes mistakes. Don't let that be the reason you give up on somebody. Yeah. So good. And um, and then she gets this mini model of her house. She's going to sell the house. And it, he says, you know, I, I wanted it to always be with you. Oh, yes, yeah. so that good. was great. I was like, wait, I don't understand. They got her a mini version of her house. And then it was like, Joe made that for you. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> So she would always remember the house when it's sold. Um, And she goes up there and he's put Christmas lights on the house. And it was really sweet. And and she says, I'm not selling the house. I was stuck. But then you came into my life and you showed me how to push forward. And then one of my favorite parts of the movie, (laughs) they go in for a kiss. And what does he do? He says, "What? what's your rating on the kiss? She says, 9.5. 9.5? <laughs> she says, kiss me again and we'll make it a 10. So cute. <laughs> and also he pulls out. Oh, the, the mistletoe. Yeah, that's right. Mistletoe. Although I was like, that's cool. But also, is that her thing with Henry? And I was like, oh, but she seemed okay. And I was like, oh, thank yeah. God. <laughs> I had a, a slight moment of concern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I just think this movie is very well written. I think it has a lot of dynamic characters. Has great chemistry. I think it's moving. I think it's funny. I love the question mark and exclamation point scene. Yes. That is just so good. I love and, all the friendship. More friendship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Loved so, it. Yeah, and it has it has great friendship, really, and and pretty fleshed out mm-hmm. characters. Considering they're not in the movie that much, yeah, they do a they do a good job. And so I I just really enjoyed this film. Like I said, I almost gave it a perfect score. I think I might even given like a four point nine. I gave it a really high score, so I have to yeah. look back onto that episode. But uh, I'll give it because there was so much friendship. I haven't been able mm-hmm. to rate the movie yet. I would give it probably a four point seven five. It's been yes. one of my favorites. And I just love so much friendship. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, let us know what you think of this movie. Is it a favorite of yours from last year? Where did you land on it? We'd love to hear in the comment section or on Twitter. And Elisa, where can people find you? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Elisa Lucas or friends W Elisa on Twitter. And then I'm friends with Elisa on Gmail, the web, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and more as Friends with Elisa. Yeah, and I'm going to be on her uh, show, uh, her podcast, talking about Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which is super fun. So make sure you check out that. Absolutely. And are subscribed. (laughs) 
And uh, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. And also make sure you're following the Homeworkies podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And we'll put a link in the description for all of our unfriendship episodes because you don't want to miss one of them. They're a lot of fun. And uh, please, uh, if you are listening to this episode on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. Five stars. It helps us so much. And also, if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store. Check out all of that in the description. And thanks again. It's always so much fun, Elisa. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. See you next month. Bye. (laughs)